Okay, you want, and then you want to turn off the click. Okay. Oh, we got levels coming in from both of us. Evan, talk. Hey, yeah. hey, hey. Okay, hey, here we hey, go. Hey. Welcome back to Obscure Broadcasting's podcast, Small Brains, Big Picks. We have a programming note, Evan. Oh, yeah. We are, uh, from this point forward, bringing that starting nine down to starting five. Um, and we're The Cinco. The s- starting five. The, the Cinco. cinco. Um, really, because baseball season's over, so that starting nine is not an issue, and we're, uh, we're dropping to the five for the Cinco for the, for the NBA. The NBA. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what else are we doing different? Uh, so, and from now on, we have decided we're going to try something also new with our starting five, the Cinco. Um, <laughs> okay, we're, we're, yep. we're, we're committing to it. <laughs> That's it. It's, it's in writing now. Um, is we're going to have our starting five be independent of the our other episode. It will be, you'll now be getting twice the content. Sort of. Sort of. Yeah. Twice Once, the content to click on. Twice yeah. the clicks. Yeah. Yeah, we're looking for clicks. <laughs> so uh, the starting five will now be its own thing that will come out independently of our main episode. Uh, and there she blows. All right. Well, like uh, he said. This, this hop uh, into it. So, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, Mr. Lackey, what are we going to do tonight? We're going to have some fun tonight. That's right. Okay, Evan, let's alternate back and forth. You lay your first one on me. Cool. Um, yeah, so... Uh, my question is, um, you you know about this, and of course our, our audience doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so growing up, we had an old inherited Dodge Caravan um, that was old when we got it. It continued to get older and older, as cars do. And one day, uh, Riley Kevill, who's now gotten two shout-outs in a row, back-to-back episodes. I know, he's, and he's time, definitely watching. And he's definitely never watched an episode. Yep. Um, uh, he decided to puke in the back of this car. Um, on the way to a minor league baseball game or something of that nature. No, it was a minor league a, hockey game. Minor league hockey game for a, a birthday One of party of mine when I was really highlights. Young. Right. Um, and from that point forward, that Dodge Caravan went by the name of the... Puke Mobile. The Puke Mobile. Um, so my question for you um, is, which is the more controversial caravan? Our Puke Mobile or the large group of um, asylum seekers heading up from Guatemala? Well, this is Donald Trump's America, I would have you know, which does make me want to puke. So I'm going to have to go with the puke mobile. Mm-hmm. I mean, that thing was held together with a little bit of uh, Riley Kevill dried spit and, a, and, a, and dreams. Remember that car? <laughs> dreams, yeah. Remember that car also got one of the windows smashed in and my backpack right, stolen out right, of the back? Right. Uh, what we thought was the last Montreal Expos game. And definitely ever. rocked a trash bag in the window for a little bit. Yeah. Uncomfortably long. Uncomfortably long. Um, yeah. As many as like. Maybe over a week, right, right. over a couple of weeks. Um, yeah, and on on top of which, um, there were definitely some some undesirable bad hombres that rode in that that caravan, especially on uh, that day on the puke mobile yeah. inception day. Yeah, um, so not the type of people that you want uh, coming to your country. They bring drugs. They bring <laughs> they bring crime. Um, they are Evans Elementary School friends. Right, um, right. Northshire Day School rolling deep. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Whereas on the other hand, these uh, families of asylum seekers looking for a better life, I don't think will cause any problems for the United States. You may even call them good hombres. Right, right. You may. <laughs> Which is a great shout out because today is November first. Ah, po- 
patrocinado por Dile los Muertos and Jimador. And have some tequila. Sponsor us here, please. <laughs> hey, please. Your invoice is in the mail. <laughs> yep, we've invoiced you for ten thousand dollars. Um, so, Evan, let's uh, let's get into it. Let's lay, lay your, uh, wait, it's my turn, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah okay. I, I just get <laughs> we're so, in it. We're I, in it. I, we're in it. We're yeah, so I, deep I, in I, it, you I, don't I, even I, know. I was just so into the Dodge Caravan <laughs> talk. I just thought we were talking about everyday yeah. life. Okay, Chris. Uh, so I was in a notable coffee shop in Detroit that has notoriously bad internet. Great Though, lakes. Great Lakes, though they've tried to fix it, but uh, yeah, yeah. So I heard Christmas music come on. It's November first. Is this too early for Christmas music? Yeah, I've I've been thinking about this a lot recently because I've talked to people who act as if it's always been okay for post Halloween Christmas music, and I've always thought that I'll tolerate it post Thanksgiving. I don't know if this is new or if I missed the uptake on this, but people are all arguing for this. November 1st Christmas music, I'm not with it. What's your favorite Christmas song? Um, they're, all little, be, they're all a little racist, right? Like, Dominic the Donkey is, is straight racism. I, I don't know that I have the information to endorse calling them all racist, but I, I don't like any of them except maybe Redneck 12 Days of Christmas. I, I You've brought this up before, uh, and I don't think I know this. But listen, I don't. I really don't want to get anything called redneck. I just really don't want to get into it. Word. Yeah, maybe we. Should, oh, our Christmas episode. We can ban. We could. I regret to announce Christmas music. We could definitely ban Christmas music. You uh, can't ban all of Christmas music. What are you what, guys, the Scrooge? What? What? We'll just ban books. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Reading is a problem. <laughs> you know what? While we're at it, let's just take away birthright citizenship. Let's just do them both in. Christmas music, birthright yep. citizenship, and uh, books. All three. <laughs> yep. Yeah, a Donald Trump All right. Christmas. And call it a deal. Yep. All right. Uh, uh, Teresa, back, what's yours? Teresa. All right. A drunk 27-year-old airline employee inadvertently fell asleep in the cargo hold, the front one, uh, so it's like pressurized and heated, of yeah. a plane for the duration of a flight from Kansas City to Chicago. Would you guys, you know, sleep on a bunch of bags with comfy sweaters? If the if it felt right, right. Well, I mean, so you you like led right to what is what is obvious that uh, I mean a little bit of alcohol in me, you know, a little classic Andrew, Teresa, and Evan uh, air, airport antics, banging a couple shots before we hop on our one or two missed doors that we flight. could be there. Right. Um, yeah. We are at any given moment when the three of us are in airport, probably only three or four doors away from that exact situation. Right. And I mean, so. Spirit flight, we're talking about, like, no elbow, like, fights for elbow space. We're talking about knees jammed up against the back of the seat. The most uncomfortable situation you can imagine. And so I'm then picturing uh, piles of Christmas sweaters headed to uh, Chicago in nice plush duffel bags in a heated compartment up front. And honestly, I, I think I pay double for it. Would you? How much would you pay... Spirit Airlines rate-wise, if instead of, like, the cargo hold, it was just a ball pit where you and 30 other Spirit customers, which are a unique breed of people, right. uh, and we're not dissing them, we, them, we, are, among we, are, them. we <laughs> are among them, would ride in the cargo hold, and the cargo hold is a ball pit. And we're not talking about soft plush balls, we're talking about the plastic ones, and with, like, mats underneath, just like right. at a McDonald's play place. I think if they, they want to maximize being a customer, and it just came to my mind... Uh, have you ever seen the the big blow up 
balls that people like hit each other with that oh, you're yeah. like inside <laughs> of the thing. You have your own personal blow up plastic orb and you just stuff them in there like fucking gumballs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. You're in here. And, and you, and, and when, <laughs> and, and when you land, you can have the option of not paying for your flight when you book the ticket. You can pay for it and your family member pays for it you roll out like one of those crank machines like it rolls out and those little pl- door comes up <laughs> right, right right and like if you don't if you don't get it just right every once in a while if you're like in f3 you like hang on the edge and you're like <laughs> and they have to kind of kick it right and you're like sl- elbow you're like slamming against one <laughs> right, side right. <laughs> i just want to roll out Alden, Alden, and Sawyer. <laughs> right. Alden, Alden. Well, uh, and by the way, we've copyrighted copyrighted that. So watch yourself, Spirit. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't don't get in the same situation our tequila <laughs> friends did. Tequila, Happy Day of the Dead. Tequila. <laughs> uh, so uh, here's my last one, and it's cool. a little bit more of a serious note here. <clears throat> Don Lemon, uh, noted CNN anchor, mm-hmm. um, who I I personally like. I think he's a pretty fair guy. Uh, said that the biggest terror threat to America is white men. Thoughts? And he's getting lots of outrage. Of course he is. No, I'm, I'm positive that he is. Um, I mean, it's it's statistically true, isn't it? Is it not? Like, who who else shoots up schools? Who else uh, goes into churches with guns? Who else goes into synagogues? Who else uh, pickets with tiki torches screaming about Jews will not replace us? It, it's white men, I think. Mm-hmm. All the white men who deny that this is true or act angry about it are being willfully ignorant. The biggest, all of the terrorists that I see in the news and in current events are are white white men. men. And not just the ones who commit terrorist acts. There are a lot of pretty terrible white men. Um, Whoa, wordplay. Right, right, right. They're they're terrible. Right, right. Um, So... It seems, honestly, in my mind, of course it's controversial because they're white men and they cry about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems like an uncontroversial statement to me. Yeah. I'll, if Don I, Lemon said it in this podcast, which, you know. Which he, he's welcome. The, he's, the he's invite welcome. is extended, man. We have, <laughs> we have. We have tequila. Happy Day of the Dead. For those of you playing along, that's three spots <laughs> that you owe us for. Yeah. Um, yeah, we have a seat right here for you, Don. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if he were to come on the podcast, fingers crossed, <laughs> yeah. uh, and said that, I think neither of us would react. We'd be like, yep, cool. Okay, moving on. Yeah, I, I have no problem with it. I think it's true. I think that controversial opinion, and, and I don't think I'm going to face any, any uh, backlash from you. In the world, the most... Weak ass willed people are white men. Mm. Mm. Say it louder for those in the back. Oh, the most weak ass people in the world are white men. Mm. I'm the real man. Let's hear the real man. You get it now, Teresa? You got that? Yeah, do you get I that? I hear it. I hear yeah. it. In the yeah. cheap seats. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So. Uh, I got my last one. You got. Um, all right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so finally. Sorry. Finally. Um, you, know gonna, what, you know what makes up for a, a, a nice apology? Is tequila. <laughs> Happy Day of the Dead, November 1st. <laughs> Son cuatro. Um, Never too early to buy. <laughs> uh, so, uh, let me take you on a little journey. 
Um, I, I, I'm with it. So, uh, in uh, about 30, 30 something years ago, uh, a man well? by the name of Derek Rose was born in Inglewood on the south side of Chicago. That man uh, became a star basketball player, was highly recruited, ended up going to Memphis where he played under Jan Ca- John Calipari, was a superstar, and was the number one overall draft pick. Fast forward three years after three great seasons being a co- being, uh, beloved uh, athlete by many of my generation. Um, he That man won the MVP in 2011 after a sensational season. Fast forward after that, he's in the prime of his career, or even before people mm-hmm. would say on the way up, he just won an MVP, tears his ACL. Um, he takes Ouch. a year off. Ouch, right. 2013, same man comes back, um, tears his meniscus on his Ouch. opposite knee. Um, 2014 has to receive yet another ACL surgery to repair that that injured knee. Um, 2015 tries to return again after three back to back to back seasons of injury um, and injures the breaks the orbital bone um, around his eye um, and again is sidelined and struggles with injury and poor performance uh, that year. Um, Never is very successful. 2017 uh, has surgery on his meniscus yet again. Um, November of 2017, now with the Cavaliers after jumping around mm-hmm. to various teams, um, he then at this point uh, leaves the team and basically says he doesn't know if he has the mental will to play anymore. This is a guy who was the the thing in the NBA for right. a few years, and so many injuries have broken his spirit that he doesn't have the will to play anymore. Um, Spends two years injured that day. Gets signed last year by the Utah Jazz. Waved two years later, uh, two days later. They don't even want to waste their time with him. Gets a last chance. Decides in his heart that he's got one more try to come back and play this mm-hmm. year. He signs with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Really no expectations of him being even a worthwhile player. Mm-hmm. To be realistic. Um, but people are still hopeful because he's still a beloved figure. Last night that man dropped 50 points, a career high, higher than he ever scored during that MVP season or any other time, um, was extremely emotional after the game and sealed their 128-125 win with a game-winning block. So that was a long a long kind of speech about, about his journey. But uh, your thoughts? I think that uh, Derek Rose uh, embodies uh, what we like about sports what everyone likes about sports i think what everyone likes about sports is the underdog the guy that that has used every last almost every last chance he's on his final chance his final go around but he's finding it with himself to persevere and overcome because mm-hmm. that's the stories that we love that's why we love the 2004 red Sox. Mm-hmm. that's why we love that's why we, people love the 1967 red Sox, the impossible dream right and that's why people um loved bernie sanders when he was running because he's sure. like you know an underdog and different ideas and and I think Derek Rose the bionic man uh mm-hmm. should uh should should take this moment I hope this isn't like a flash in the pan or this isn't right. the lone the last blip of otherwise great career it should be you know yeah I mean and and big shout out probably that he he mentioned I didn't see the clip of him after the game right. but big clip uh big shout out to probably his family he probably has right. a wife and kids he that have, have been through through hell and back with him because right. it can't have been easy on them either. Yep, to the man affectionately known as as Pooh, who has a big Winnie the Pooh tattoo on his back. Uh, big shout out. Big shout out. All right. Oh well, that concludes our that, uh, our starting five, right? Yeah, Teresa. All done. So thank you so much for watching, Evan. What are we talking about on the main the main the 
the the entree, yeah. if you will. The entree in the entree. Um, so you got your crab cakes. Slide that small plate to the side. We got the big saucer for you. Get that dinner fork, and I never know the deal with the weird silverware. But get your silverware out um, on the for the entree. <laughs> get it out. Get out your Just, silverware. Whoop! Stand next to your couch because we demand a standing audience. And hold up, hold up your fork and knife high in the sky. Caps off, gentlemen. Caps and, off. Uh, caps, gentlemen. Caps, gentlemen. Um, and uh, yeah, no, but we're gonna be talking about it's really all Red Sox all day, all Red um, Sox all day, baby. Red Sox won the World Series. We're comparing the 0407 2013 2018 World Series winning teams and talk about if this is the greatest. Um, we're gonna talk about our bold predictions and whether they succeeded or not. And we're gonna end out by kind of just getting that forward focus on the Red Sox uh, off season and going into next year. Yep. Uh, so this has been the starting five, the Cinco. Um, I'm, I'm going to make it a Patrocinado thing. Por yeah. And say, thank you so much for our sponsor and happy day of the dead. Uh, tequila. When beer just isn't enough. Tequila! Uh, so thank you so much for watching. Uh, my name's Andrew. <laughs> and I'm Evan. This has been the starting five, the Cinco. The Cinco. And, uh, we'll see you next time on our main entree. Yep. Okay. Uh, okay. Nos vemos. Uh, bye. The Cinco. <laughs> We're going to get sued.